What's good, everybody? I'm your host, No Cap Kevo, and you are listening to my show, episode 15, season 2. Uh, we back in here May 17, 2019. I'm talking fast, but um, I don't know. So what I really wanted to talk about is workplace culture, right? And I made a post on my blog the other day about how, um, how do I say this? The things that I have to go through uh, at my current job, right? And I don't mean to get all racial and talk about how it's difficult for black men to be in a corporate office, which it is. Um, I'm just going to talk about my personal opinion, kind of lead that to the side and, you know, just make it more relatable for people who are like me. Not just, you know, African-American or black or all my niggas out there. If you're a nigga and you're in a corporate, you know, professional environment, not just for y'all. Uh, but just just men and women who just feel a certain type of way that I do, right? So I I have a son. He's six months old. I have a family. I have friends, um, and I like to keep these things separate. I like to keep them in their proper place. I'm, I'm I like to think of myself as very organized, right? Um, my friends are over there. My family's over here. My job is right there, right? Um, I don't I don't like to intermingle the two or the three. Um, I like, I like, I like order, right? So, um, a lot of the times, um, I will come to a job or a place of work and I'm not feeling it just like anybody else. We go through things, um, you know, in our daily life that, that affect us to a certain way that we just not feeling the bullshit one day. We just wake up and we're like, fuck this. I'm not, I, I ain't, I'm not going to be the one today dealing with no bullshit. It happens. Some people are better at handling that. Other people aren't. Right. So, you know, I know for a fact there's been days where I show up and I'm not feeling it. And, you know, people can sense my vibe and they automatically get the, the notion, hey, leave him alone. He's, he's, he has something going on with him. Leave him alone. Um, but and I can see it from the other side when it becomes a pattern where somebody comes to work and they're not, you know, it's a corporate job and you work in close proximity with people who like to talk and have conversations and this and this and that. Um, and they're, you know, trying to you see I'm going into a different way right now. I'm not going to make it seem like I'm the bad guy here because I've had enough of that shit this week. Right. So I've been told that my attitude is antisocial at the workplace i've been told that i make people people feel uncomfortable with the way that i am at work and let me tell you the way that i am at work i'm a grown-ass man if i come to work and i don't feel like talking to none of you motherfuckers i'm not gonna talk to you right period i'm not gonna i'm not gonna come there and shoot the shit with you and talk about my personal life because no i like to keep these things separate maybe i'm a different type of nigga maybe i'm not the one that's gonna show up to work and be like, oh, my, my my girl did this, and I ran into so-and-so, and woo woo. No, I'm not I'm not doing that. That's that's my personal life. I keep my shit separately. I'm coming to work to get the check. I'm coming to work to get that money, do what I got to do, and I'm going back home, and I'm living my life when I get out of here. Right? That's, that's the type of person that I am. That's my attitude when I show up to a workplace. And it's been a problem for several jobs that I've had because I don't know if there's a, you know, a perception about me that you know i'm i'm you know i don't want to say it's, it's the it's the black the black thing because there's been situations where there's one or two black people that i work with and they're very different right you got it's it's been a, a couple 
maybe three or four jobs that I've had has been very different where I had to choose my role. And what I mean by choose my role, I mean there's one or two black guys at your job, right? If if he's not the funny the funny guy that's that, you know is dancing every occasionally the music or you know cracking jokes or or saying saying something to make everybody laugh because he's an entertainer, you know what I mean? If he's not that guy, then he's the serious angry one. There's no middle ground, there's no gray area in between that is this guy or that guy. Right? And me personally, I like to sit in that middle ground. I like to sit in that gray area where I can have fun, I can be the funny dude, but then I could dial it back and just be myself and just be reserved and be, you know, content with who I am and, you know, not really into exposing anything personal about myself, not really interested in hearing anything personal either, but just, you know, just chilling, just cool, just get my check, go home, go see my family, go see my friends, and I come back tomorrow and we do it again and then I leave and go do whatever I got to do. I don't make work my life. Right. I got a lot of things going on outside of work, so I don't need to come to work and express myself personally. I don't need to, you know, reciprocate anybody's type of anybody's energy because I don't need that. Right. But occasionally you work with people like that and they make the job their life because they don't have anything going on outside of work. And when you refuse, not intentionally to hurt anybody, but just refuse because that's not you to give them that energy back they feel upset and i've been told this before where i make people feel that way and quite frankly i don't give a shit because i have a, i have a reason why i'm there i'm there to make money period that's it and i'm going home i'm not inviting these people to any type of events that i'm at because i don't i'm an energy type person right i'm not i'm not a high energy type of person but i can definitely feel somebody's vibe and a lot of these people think about the people that you work with if you have a nine to five you got a corporate job a professional job Think about the people that you work with. A lot of these motherfuckers is depressed. A lot of them are just, just weird, man. Like I, I can't. I don't know. Maybe they got, they got. Everybody has things going on. I'm sure I'm weird and I'm fucking angry or I'm very standoffish to some people, but that's just who I am and I'm comfortable with that. And I'm sure they're comfortable with who they are. Maybe they're not. I really don't care. But I'm not trying to make these people a part of my life. I like to keep everything separate, like I said, in order in their own category. That's my shit. So for some reason, um, I intimidate people. I'm standoffish. I'm antisocial. I'm angry. And I'm just not a lot of fun to be around. <laughs> not a lot of fun to be around. And that's cool. I'm, I, that's not what I'm there for. That's not what I'm there for at all. So I don't I don't get upset about it. It's just, it gets to the point where if I'm being pulled aside to be told this bullshit, that's when it becomes a problem, right? So, I'm going to get into it. Uh, the situation I had that made me bring this up. Um, a coworker of mine uh, decided to kind of, I don't know if he intentionally did it, but a coworker of mine, in my eyes, tried to set me up and then take off and leave so what i do is you know we kind of work as a team and in, in, in my uh my field right so we help each other out a lot so when one person approves something when, okay so i'm an optician i'm just set it out there i'm an optician uh we get jobs coming back every day where we can approve somebody's lenses if we can make them or not and my co-worker decided to approve a job that we couldn't make and that's there's nothing wrong with that I mean, maybe he just thought we could. Maybe he thought we couldn't. There's nothing wrong with that. But 
he tried to leave immediately after that, approving a job that we could not make, right? Without even checking on the chart, without asking me, he just, you know, approved a job that we couldn't make and decided to take off. So I catch him right before he leaves and, you know, I let him know that we can't do that job. And then I would not feel like a man if I didn't bring that up and express how I felt, right? Because that's what I'm taught. Like, if there's something bothering you, you address it. You don't hide it. You don't keep it to yourself. You address it. So I went, you know, it's stimming in my brain while he's on break and I'm there doing my job. He comes back. Boom. Um, I feel a certain type of way that you did this. this is exactly what I said. I think it's fucked up. Maybe it's maybe it was my tone that I use or the words that I use. I'm not sure. Um, if that was a problem, I wish he would have said something. I would apologize. But this is exactly how it goes down. Uh, boom. This is this is what's going on, man. I, I think it's fucked up that you approve this job that we couldn't do, and you immediately try to take off to lunch, which makes it seem like you're leaving it to me to do. You know that we can't do it, so it's gonna fuck up. Um, you're leaving it to me to do, and he says it's whatever, and that's a red flag for me, right? So it makes it seem like you set me up, and then instead of saying you know my bad, I, you know I wasn't da 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 da, it's whatever. I mean, I wasn't paying attention. It's whatever. No, motherfucker, it's not whatever. Because you were going to leave and leave me with this job that we could not do in the first place and have me, you know, having to deal with it. And you didn't converse with me. You didn't say, hey, look, there's a job coming back here that's fucked up. You know, it might not be something we can do, but I approved it. So watch out. None of that. He just immediately tries to leave, uh, leave me with the, the situation. And, you know. That's not really, you know, that's just a, a story of what's, what's happened, what, what got to the point where it became irritating because I had to sit down with my new boss, who's, who's really awesome, by the way, but I had to sit down with her and she told me, you know, you make people feel uncomfortable, you make people feel, you know, a certain type of way. And I had to come clean about it, man. Like I came clean to my district manager, like I came clean to my, my GM last at my last uh, location. I'm not here for that. I'm here to make money and go home. That's what I'm here to do. You know what I mean? And they keep coming with the bullshit like, hey, we're a family. Or, you know, you spend more time here than you do with your family. Granted, that's cool. We do. But I don't have to make you motherfuckers my family. You know what I mean? This, you know, I just see them as like, I don't need that energy in my life. I don't need these depressed, nothing going on people in my life, man. I'm trying to get somewhere in life. I have a focus. I have a dream. I'm focused on that. Once I get here, I'm locked in to do work and I'm gone. That's my thing. And some people, that's, that's hard to accept because I show up. I'm not talking about my personal life as much. I'm not doing this or that. I don't know what they want from me. They want me to come and spill the beans and uh, like just be, you know, fucking clown. You want me to wear makeup and tap dancing shoes? What you want me to do? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to come do my job and go home. So that leads me to talk about the workplace culture, man. Like how many of you out there? You know, just want to come to work and do your job and go home because, you know, these motherfuckers you don't gel with. So you don't want that energy in your life. You try to stay away from that. You stay away from all the personal talk, you know, all the bullshit, all the rumors. You stay away. You block that shit. You try to stay away from that as much as you can. But you still get hit with the anti-social tag. You still get hit with the black sheet tag in the office or whatever the fuck it is, wherever you at. How fucked up is that? How is it not acceptable that somebody just wants to do that job and go home? How fucked up is it that a nigga got to go and complain to to <laughs> go and complain to my boss to come and tell me that you feel some type of way when well, my nigga, you a man, you could tell me that. 
You can tell me that you feel upset. You know what I mean? And this is not the first problem I have with this guy, but, you know, that's just who he is, and that's what it's going to be. I can't change it, and I'm not going to put no energy into worrying about it after I make this podcast because it's been on my mind a couple of days. I've been looking for the right type of, um, you know, way to, to maneuver through this conversation and make it seem more relatable to people instead of just talking about the elephant in the room, like that I'm the only black guy there that there was two black guys and one of them was a clown and one of them was the anti-social label tag guy. Guess who that one is? And he now he's gone and now it's like I'm there with the rest of them and it's, you know, it's lonely for a nigga when he working at a place by himself and ain't no other black people. And that's facts. If you ever been in that situation, that's facts. Because there's a culture within that culture that you got to deal with. You're on display for these motherfuckers and they, they looking at you whether they want to admit it or not, whether it's admitted or not, you look they looking at you as the epitome of everything black. So when they say something racist or they say something that might be a little fucked up uh, and you could comment on that, you're expected not to. You're expected to be above racial conversation that you can't be you can't be annoyed. You can't be frustrated. You can't address these type of things in the worst place, workplace because you're here. Be happy that you're here type of shit. And you can you can debate that if you want but that's fucking facts i worked everything i worked every job from goddamn education to athletics to um, sales to warehouse uh office management uh i did my little entrepreneurship for the time being uh that i did it what else did i do um i done a lot man you know so i've been around a lot of different cultures within the workplace and I can say the best thing that fits me that allows people to just come to work, do their job and go home, maybe shoot the shit with people who are similar to them or similar to me was like like a warehouse type of job or a construction job. Because these guys, you know, they have families, right? And there's always like a little code that that's that's unspoken. You you know, there's there's things that you can say, there's things that you can't say. And I think with being me being the person that I am, pretty reserved i just want to do my shit and go home i'm not gossiping about nobody i'm not spreading no rumors i'm just coming to do my job i think for me i fit best in those type of work fields but i'd be damned if i'm gonna be on the hot side of the road shoveling whatever the fuck it is no i want to work for myself and this you know job a job is a job is a job is a job like the saying goes it's just a job it's not your life you're not going to be stuck there if you have to be stuck there for me, is it's a point to get to a point. It's a means to an end, right? And that's how I approach it every day. But um, sometimes you run into these situations that you got to deal with. And that's something that I would love to do is, is speak with young men, uh, especially, especially the little black kids out there that are entering the workforce that don't know these things, right? That, you know, and it, it is something to be talked about. It's not something to be overlooked because when it hits you with it, you might act like you would act in the street. You might act like you would act in uh, everyday everyday life when you, when you and lose your shit and lose your job and lose your income and then you out here all fucked up and you fucked up in the street somewhere. But you know, there's a certain type of way that you have to man- maneuver in these professional and corporate type of fields, especially if you're a black male. And that's something that I love to speak to kids about, for real. Um, but yeah, so how I handle this is being who I am. I'm very comfortable with being who I am. If I got to be the outcast, if I got to be the black sheep, if I got to be the nigga over there by himself on his phone, while everybody over is over here talking, I'm fine with that. Because at the end of the day, I'm going home to my family. 
I'm spending time with my son, spending time with my wife. I'm talking to my friends. I'm talking to my real family, my sisters, my brothers. Like, that's my shit. Right? I'm not going to let this job stress me out. I'm not just because I make money here, just because I spend time here, doesn't make you people uh, a part of my life. Right? I don't need that drama in my life. But, you know, it is what it is, man. At the same time, like, it's what you signed up for when you go into a, a corporate field. I don't believe that, you know, a black man should be in a, any type of corporate setting or professional setting because that environment is not for you. You have a particular type of culture. There's a certain type of way that you're supposed to act and conduct yourself, right? And when you don't meet other people's perception of how they think a black man should act, there's a there's a conflict right there, right? And are you going to give in to that and be something that you're not? Or are you going to, you know, just be yourself and be content with the fact that you know who you are and you're not giving any of any part of yourself away to uh, a culture, a situation that's going to kind of demonize you? Look at you as like, oh, you the clown, you the entertainer. Make me laugh. Come here and make me laugh. What do you think about this? Why do people say this? I'm not the spokesperson for all black people. Don't ask me these fucking questions. Right? But, I mean, shit, it is what it is, man. I think I made it very known the type of person that I am now. Don't ask me that shit. I think I made it very known in my workplace that I just want to do my job and go home, which is which is real shit. I think that should be admired that you can speak the truth about yourself instead of having to conform to something that is obviously trying to get you to conform. You can either conform to that type of culture in the workplace or you can leave, right? And I'm about... I'm a, I got five toes out. I got a heel out. Shit. I mean, if I was anywhere out the door, it'd be up to my knees. Feel me? And, you know, that's kind of how you should be if you are a black man in this, in this corporate and professional type of world. Because they are going to try you. And it's all about how you respond to it. Just like in everyday life. Shit happens. It's all about how you respond to it. You can't prevent it. You can't stop it. It's about how you respond to it. So, season two, episode 15. I'm your host, No Cap Kevo. And I needed to get that shit off my chest, man. I needed to get that out into the world where it's no longer bothering me. I can hear it from other people's perspective about if they agree with it or not. If they have suggestions on how I should approach this, either by going to HR or, you know, something of that nature. Um, I'm glad I got it out. So if you do have any questions about this or if you can relate, i love to hear that shit. Holla at me. Bycapblog at gmail.com. No cap Kevo on Twitter and IG. Uh, hit me up. One. I got to stop ending it like that. One. What the fuck is that? Uh, peace or something. I need it. I need an ending. Or I could just say, fuck you. <laughs> Season two, episode 15. I'm your boy. No cap Kevo. Ain't holding nothing back. Speaking the motherfucking truth. Talking my shit. Whether you like it or not. And that's what it is, bitch. Bitch!